Welcome to Booze and Banter. We're all friends here. We like to talk, drink a little talk, and have a really good beer. Beer. That's what we do Tuesday nights because we like to hang out. Booze Banter. Booze Banter. We never had no clout. I've never had no doubt. What's up, guys? Welcome to Booze and Banter, episode 31. We're excited to have you here. I'm excited to have a conversation, a one-way conversation with all the listeners. And I think that you guys need to start sharing Booze and Banter with your friends. Maybe not your family, because they don't. you don't want your family to know how fucked up you guys are for listening to our, our podcast, but your On friends... <laughs> Yep, your friends. So we're going to start this episode like every other one with happies and crappies. I'm going to throw it over to Fields. Oh, dude, I really was hoping you wouldn't because I, I don't got anything. Um, the only thing that I can really think of is uh, I saw the standings on the NFC was East. What are the Eagles in the NFC East? <laughs> and I saw a little graphic and they put up, the, they put up you know, the win-loss record, the point differential, and it just made me chuckle. So... If, um, I can't remember off the top of my head what every team has as record-wise, but I just remember that made me smile and laugh and think of Bach and how shitty that division is. We have the, five uh, wins in a whole division, baby. I was going to say, the entire <laughs> NFC East. Is it the East? Yeah, the NFC East. Yeah. The entire NFC East has the same amount of wins as the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'd like to throw that out there. Oh. And also. What's up, bro? Also, the Dallas Cowboys have the six most points scored on them in the first six games in NFL history. 218 points have gotten scored on them in six weeks. Jesus. They do have two wins. They're ahead of the, the top of the division, though. <laughs> yeah. How? Eagles are going to end up getting fucking six wins and winning the division with a home game. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> I honestly think so. That's all I have. I have nothing else. You don't have any other happies. I thought you went fucking camping and hiking and you had Colombian food this fucking weekend. That's per that's too personal. <laughs> <laughs> you did so much. Yeah, I went I went hiking around you, but that ain't that's not entertaining to listen to. That's all I got. But you're you're you went hiking and had Colombian food, but you're happy is that the NFC East is doing poorly. That made me chuckle. That made me laugh. You know, that's, <laughs> what can I say? I'm a simple man. I can't wait for uh, this Sober October Fields to be done with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get him a little drunk and he'll, his happies and grabbies turn out. They turn oh, out. Cool. It's like a 30 minute story sometimes. <laughs> yeah, he's going to have his, he's going to have one or two beers. He's going to show up on the podcast, just head over a toilet on the, on like November 3rd or whatever the Tuesday is. <laughs> Just gagging. All right, well, I could, I could dive in. I could dive into mine. Um, so my happy for this week, um, we had two fantastic babysitters come and watch my child today. Um, one of them was Isabel, uh, Ashley's cousin, and then the other one was wife of the podcast, Grace. Uh, Grace did a, Grace did a great job. Um, kept her alive. And so that's my happy because kept her alive. We found people. Yeah, we found people that'll keep my kid alive. 
I suppose that's um, I suppose that's the absolute bare minimum you're looking for with a babysitter. Like if you totally. can just do this, this is the one thing that you would like absolutely have to do. Yeah, yeah. If you do that, like on in my eyes, like we'll give you your fucking thirty, twenty five bucks and you can be off and you kept my kid alive. Be gone. Uh, <laughs> yeah, be gone. Um and then for my crappy um, it's, it's like kind of not really that crappy, but like for my work's sake, it's kind of crappy. Um, COVID cases are, are on the surge again. So we're working from home until December 1st. Um, but I thrive in the home in working from home situation, but for everyone else who loses their mind when they have to work at home, it's crappy for them. But Nick me, is so efficient working when he's naked. That's what I've learned. Like, he, if he has no clothes on, Nick is the most efficient worker I've ever seen. I am. That's true. I I enjoy working naked. I feel like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I I enjoy working naked. I feel like I can feel the energy go from my toes up through other parts of my body into my brain. <laughs> Yeah, the clothes, the, the clothes really damper you down and really yes. restricts you. Yeah. Yes, the it's impedance like of the threads. <laughs> yes, they are. The impedance of the threads of my clothes are just too much. So, um, crappy working from home, kind of. But for me, it's also happy. It's a double happy week. Let's go. <laughs> well done. Bark, go ahead. Do you wanna? Do you wanna? Yeah, I don't have too many crappies this week. Um, I guess my only crappy is, man, I wore mesh, mesh shoes today, my Adidas. Oh. Worst choice of my life. I had to go out on deliveries today, and it's been snowing since, like, 8, 45 in the morning. Just heavy, wet, thick shit. And my feet were drenched from the times of one thirty to 5 o'clock when oh, I got that's home. My, that's my happy. It's uh, 60 degrees and sunny out here today, so that's my <laughs> there, there you go. I'm glad that my crappy could reignite your love for your happy that you didn't <laughs> think about but yeah i'm not ready for snow yet it's october 20th i know we're getting there but you know give me till at least november i don't want to whip up my winter coat or anything yet that was my crappy my happy is i'm a nerd i play a lot of league of legends i've been grinding out this season for the first time in my life and i finally hit silver rank today in league of legends it was a long journey it started out with silver by september and then i didn't hit it and then it was silver in september i still didn't hit it but you know october 20th comes around and i hit silver so we'll take is, it where we can get it is that the second highest you can go or can you help no it's like iron bronze and there's four ranks in each and then you get silver and so on it's wait, not very high wait, you're only you're only like three levels up there Jeez. yeah dude people grind their league bro it's <laughs> tough you so gotta put commitment for, that. for the listeners who aren't nerds um actually probably all of them are but um what what does it take what does it take to get to silver like how many how many hours how much grind? A lot right. of hours, a lot of grind, and right, a lot so of teammate chemistry. Uh, more than I would like to admit with the hours there. But um, if you want to progress in league, I play at, I mean, minimum two to three hours uh, a day to actually get good at it. Um, I'm not trying to take it super serious like that because I'm job and everything. But um, I'm proud of where, where I started and where I ended up right now. So we'll take it. 
Well, congrats. Congratulations. Congratulations on that. Is it uh Is it like a RuneScape grind? Did you ever play RuneScape? I grind a RuneScape when I was good. I was level 98 strength, could never get that 99k. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you ain't built that way. Takes so, take so long to get 99 in that oh game. Oh my sir. god. The amount of time I put in that game without getting a 99 cape is actually ridiculous. <laughs> I know. I used to grind that game so hard, and I think I, I just got, like, shit to 80s, 70s, and 80s, and I was like, oh, my God. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure to get from level 90, like, 92 to 99, it's the same as getting from level 1 to 92 or something like that. It's yeah, like... that shit crazy, bro. Did any of you guys nuts. hop on uh, RuneScape Mobile when it popped up last last year? I don't even know when it was, last spring. I did. I got the app on my phone but i never play it but i still got it just in case dude that game was always so fun when you if you drink a little bit of beer and you play it you just got, start grinding by yourself oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah dude it, it is fun i'm actually i'm not too shabby my i think my guy on on runescape mobile is uh uh shit like level 50 something yeah so, pretty solid pretty solid i went through a very big uh big kick on it probably Oh god, probably a little over a year ago. Probably like a a year and a half ago. I really started smashing it down, getting my my range and my magic up. I was always just an, uh, a range and a magic guy. I love those two oh, skills. I'd never use those. That's see, I'm in your face personal kind of guy. You know, I want to oh, want to see I, your eyes as I hit you. Oh, with my I'm gonna go. Hit. I'm gonna before I even get any of my skill sets up, I just start making bank. Like I get my wood cutting up. I get my uh my mining up. And I just, I try and get like pretty much a million gold before I even start getting my skill sets. Cause then when I get my skills, I can just buy my way pretty much and do. Buy yourself a girlfriend? Buy myself a girlfriend, yeah. The you day don't... I beat the main story in that game or killing that dragon or whatever, like the main like storyline. Yep. Uh, when I was like 11 or 12 years old and my brother carried me through the whole thing, I'm like, let's fucking go. I know. <laughs> My brother carried me through the whole thing too, so you could wear your rune plate armor instead of chain body. Yeah, yeah dude, I actually, I I beat that quest actually when I like restarted on mobile, and I was with my buddy Riley when I went at the dragon, and that fucking thing killed me the first time. I was so mad. I was like, Riley, dude, I was like level forty though, and this thing's level like eighty something. I was like, I'm going for it, Riley. Watch this. I went in with like a full inventory of lobster. Just got smacked oh, by this no. thing. <laughs> I think I needed like one more solid hit too, but he just dropped like a fourteen on me and just took me down. So it was it was an emotional roller coaster, but I beat it and now I don't really play it anymore. But that that game is a grind. If you love grinding games, oh, get RuneScape. I, see, I don't remember any storyline. I would just do dumbest sh- the dumbest shit, like just chopping trees and fishing shrimp. I would just do random Dude, dumb shit. That's that... like perfect for you, though. I mean, you play like Animal Crossing, like yeah, dude. Stardew Valley, shout out that game. I love that game. We already went over this. Like, you're a simple man, so doing simple tasks in games are also. <laughs> I just love doing perfect. simple manual labor tasks in my video game. That's what I love doing. You yeah. like living your life over again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like fucking playing Minecraft, just digging with a shovel and dirt. That's just that's relaxing, man. I don't know why. <laughs> that's kind of the nice thing too about RuneScape is like, although it is a grind. You don't really have to pay a ton of attention to it. You can just kind of have it on, like make a couple clicks every like minute or so, and then like do your own thing, make a click or two, do your own thing. So that's kind of nice. Me and my brother used to get in 
physical fights over computer time over who we get to <laughs> oh play RuneScape. So to be my brother, <laughs> the exact same thing. We had one computer, and it was like we both got we'd switch off on hour intervals, and yep. I'd be like, I'd like set a fucking timer, I'd wait for him. Right when he'd log on, I'd be like, boop, one hour. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd go back and I'd just hour has begun. See. We'd try fight over who was higher level and stuff. He'd like leave, come back like 45 minutes later. I'd have like, I'd be like two higher levels. He'd be like, what the hell? How are you higher than me now? And oh, we just got into it, man. Oh, it was heated. It was heated. That's hilarious that you did that because me and my brother, <laughs> we went hard at each other about who was like higher level and doing better in that game. It was nuts. Did anyone ever grind like backyard baseball on the computer? I yes. grind a bad game. Yes. Backyard baseball is fun. I didn't I used... it that much, but it's fun. Dude, I used to play just like the season mode or whatever, just over and over and over again until like my eyes were bleeding. I swear to God. I'd, be, I'd play every single day and just be like, yeah, I just won seven sh- ships this week, dude. Like, what, what's your, what have you been doing? <laughs> did you ever, uh, did you guys ever play the bigs? The baseball game, the bigs? No, uh, I, I never did. So uh, on the bigs, you uh, you create your player story mode like any other sports game, but you can get like these power ups where you can like slide into people harder at second and break legs, or you can like <laughs> what? Yeah, or you can like take catchers out on, at the plate, and um, you can also make as many players as you want for your team. So I never had a stock team. I always just made all these people as strong as I could. And I would just win World Series over and over again. And I always felt awesome. Like, every time I won a World Series, it would take me, like, an hour to win a World Series. <laughs> like, to get to the end. Yes, let's go. Did they like, even have, like, licensing license? So, like, were there real player names in there? Or were they all made up? Um, No, there were some real players. That was weird. So, like, like Nick Markakis was in there. Um, It was, like, players that must have struck a deal themselves with the bigs um but not like actual like full rosters but then like the really good ones were in there because that was like nick markakis was a badass and then were they real teams or were they fake teams the teams were real um but the players weren't all real like you would just have like the studs yeah and it was awesome like that's when johan saying or not johanna cc sabathia threw the fucking gyro ball and then like that pitch wasn't even real like he didn't actually throw a gyro ball it's just a slider that just bit a little harder um but in the game the gyro ball was real it would like (laughs) blip off the screen and then come back on so you just got gyroed yeah Did, did any did anybody ever watch uh critical videos do you guys know who that is his name is critical no i don't know Oh, I feel like Baka would be the only one, honestly, if you guys, but, uh... As he's staring into the empty void of nothing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm doing some research for the episode, to be like... He'd, he'd yeah. start every every episode, what's up, everybody, this is critical, uh, let's just go ahead and fuck this shit up here, and he just, he's literally just, like, made fun of games, but he was actually a really good gamer, but he, like, just played all these stupid-ass weird games and commentated them, and let me tell you, when you were, like, 14 and listened to this guy... You were just dying laughing. He was the funniest guy to commentate over games fucking ever. But looking back, it really isn't that funny. Just some little tidbits. But oh, there's some people that out there who listen to Critical. Who are listening to this podcast right now. One of the millions. And uh, oh, his good stuff. I was really hoping you guys had, had heard of him. You guys remember uh, <laughs> PewDiePie? Oh, of course. 
Dude's like ripped PewDiePie's now. still around. Yeah. Who? Dude, dude looks like a ninja. Now he's ripped PewDiePie. Did he not watch him. You don't know who PewDiePie popular is? Super nope. YouTuber. Um, I don't know who he is. I never watched him, though. I don't, he's I don't think only I've the him. biggest YouTube channel, like, ever. It's a PewDiePie! <laughs> did not <laughs> watch he, him. What did you get in trouble for? Uh, Anti-Semitic stuff, like... Probably, yeah. <laughs> oh, my Isn't God. he, like... Is, what, what... Where's he from? He's not from the U.S., is he? Somewhere from hell. <laughs> uh, straight up. <laughs> <laughs> he really is, like... When South Park makes a whole episode about you, like you know you're you're probably a bad fucking person. So. <laughs> All right, Lawrence, let let's uh let's hear your happies and crappies. Oh yeah. Um Happy is uh I get I'm done at three tomorrow for work. Um because Jen and I are taking engagement pictures tomorrow. Whew. Oh yeah. We're gonna it's getting real. It's getting real here. Um, <laughs> I also, of course, Pittsburgh's five and zero. It's been—I don't even—it's been a hot minute since they've been five and zero in my recollection. So uh, that's always exciting. Um, I'm trying to on a on a completely different note. Um, I always I always like try a bunch of random kind of random things on like a monthly basis. And I actually bought a, just like a, my own like notebook essentially. And I'm just going to like write down things that I recognize or notice. Some would call that a diary. Who knows? I guess. But no, I have a notebook and I'm just going to kind of write down if I like have random thoughts or if I like hear a word that I don't know and I like look up the definition. I'm going to like write it down because it helps you remember words that you learn without just kind of looking them up and then never knowing them again. Stuff like that. So I'm going to kind of, and I never ever write down anything. I don't write for like my own, I guess, personal pleasure, I guess, or personal gain. Every time I'm writing something, it's either for like work or because I like have to. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to actually try and write things down more and just like either write down like thoughts or just random shit. And we're going to see how it goes. Maybe I fucking will hate it and I just wasted like $5. Maybe I'll really like it and i'll just like start writing a lot more i don't know but i was like you know what it won't hurt to try can you so, get a little tidbit of your writing you oh, want yeah. me to give you a little tidbit i want to see what you wrote you got any poems in there i wrote i just got it let's see yesterday or two days ago and i actually shit look at you guys <laughs> holy shit what are you guys writing yours let's ask how about that you guys got way more content than i do Cole's got some Colefield's got some content in his. So far what I've got is um New England IPA. And then I wrote down a recipe off the top of my head. Um and then sometimes I write down things about um brewing. That's really about it. You know, this is my brewing journal. Um because Fields brewing journal that he gave me. Is damn near full. Damn, I don't a boy. So I'm I mean I'm also gonna kinda if I don't have anything that I really wanna write down, I have the exact same one box, I think. I think it's the exact <laughs> same one, but a little bit lighter blue. Oh, it's no, the it's... exact same one box. <laughs> <laughs> hold up, hold up. Bach, do you have anything written down in that thing? Yeah, I do. I have one thing written down. Oh, what's up? 
You don't want to see my other one though. I I could share with you guys. It's a little embarrassing, but it would. I was I was feeling myself one night, probably (laughs) after the podcast, and I was a little bit buzzed, and I decided to make my own remake to the song "What's Poppin" by Jack Harlow. (laughs) Okay, let's go. Let's do it. Uh, Okay. What's poppin? O2 Buick just hopped in. (laughs) I'm not Stockton. Four point play like Harden. Woo! I'm locked in. I don't got any other option. They not Carden, but I'm Lugula Age. What's stopping? Ooh! Damn, (laughs) dude. Oh, there we go. You're throwing it up. That's go. trademarked, by the way. Where I'm in, I'm in talks with Jack Harlow right now for the remix make number seven. Dude, I have back when we were on that uh that freestyle rampage. I don't know last last winter. I have so many 3M terribly written down uh raps in this notebook that like I, I read them when I'm sober and I cannot even understand them. But when you're writing them down, they feel good though. They flow. So this sounds really stalkerish, but I will write down names of like head brewers for people that i want to connect with that and, is or, and or what you cut their the face park. off what the and fuck? then i and then yeah, i do my best i do my best to network into them and it is so neurotic Always. that that's all i do <laughs> for like a week <laughs> it's just like Figure out what they do, and then where they try eat their to lunch and at what time. Dude, Let's seriously, I fucking love it. Like networking is like one of my superpowers, and and that is a really shitty superpower to have because then you find people you want to network in with. So you are a little networker, huh? <laughs> I like it. It's fun. Right. I spent a lot of time on this guy. Look at look at that. Ooh. Yeah, that's oh, oh, yeah, that was a lot of yesterday. A lot. As you Let's can see. tell, I fucked up on one of the squares, so it's not entirely even. Nick is a doodler. But, oh, wow, <laughs> look at that. Look at these drawings everyone's throwing up. I wish everyone could see these drawings. It looks like Cole drew the blue man group. <laughs> <laughs> I have myself a bunch of squares with lines connected to them. Bach has got Batman. That, that one's actually good, though. <laughs> Damn, Bach. <laughs> like, we Bach. Bach. Is that a tracing? No, Bach. I got bored at work one day, bro. <laughs> that pinned up on your wall? Yeah. So, in other words, Lawrence, we're here for you. All of us have a notebook. Look at this, though. We got, we got some solid content to start her off. Damn. That's Look at that. Bad. Not bad. Got about a a page and a half, I'd say. What is this about a, a a seven by five? Is that what they are typically? Notebook size? I didn't get a I big. I would end. say that looks like a seven by five. Seven by uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's about seven, seven by Legos by five and a half Legos, I'd say. Yeah. Well, le- Legos. Yeah, I measure everything in Legos. Well, there's a lot of different size Legos, so it's and a standard a standard brick. You would understand if you would have read Field's notebook, you would have known he measures everything in I Legos. I sent memos yeah. out every week. Do you not read my memos? Well, I, I know what I'm going to be writing about tonight about learning how to read Lego length. <laughs> you guys didn't ask me to grab my black book, which is probably a good thing. I got a lot of names in there. Is that one of those books <laughs> where you don't want your, your names dead or black, what? It's just people on people on my shit list, you know. And how so am I like, get back on them? Secrets in there. 
Yeah. Did you try and like, trace your penis? No, I tried voodoo once and I made a doll of Nick. <laughs> and I threw him up my car while I was driving and nothing ever came of that. So I quit voodoo. <laughs> Wait, was that the week that I threw my back out? Oh, it could have been. Maybe it worked. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe you shouldn't quit voodoo. Or maybe you're the reason you threw his back out or you threw him out of the window <laughs> fucked up his back. <laughs> Oh. You're in my book. Watch out, brother. <laughs> Cole puts up to the camera list. Baka. <laughs> that is, that is it. Fair you enough. made the list very fast. I'm glad. I'm glad I made somebody's list. Yeah, means, no kidding. Means I made an impact oh. on somebody's life, good or bad. Dude, ever since we've had our fucking those weeks that we decided we weren't those days we decided we weren't gonna like each other. You've been added to my list about 98 times. Dude, I miss those. When we worked together at SkyZone, and we could just, like, no communication or anything, I'd walk in or you'd walk in, and if you looked, if we looked at each other wrong, we're like, all right, it's going to be one of those days, huh? And yeah. we would just fucking shit on each other the whole fucking day. Yeah, well, your ass would be like, you still got four hours left on your shift. You'd be like, yeah, Grace is picking me up. What you going to do about it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, nothing I can do about it. It's one of those days, asshole. <laughs> then we go out to your car, vape Jasmine, come back in, work at a kid's we, car. We would go get a civil lunch together, <laughs> come back, go right back to it. Oh, God. Oh. Any grappies for you? Oh, um. <laughs> yeah, we're still on it. The crappy would be. Oh my god, I'm not comfortable right now. But um the crappy would be that although I'm excited for for pictures tomorrow, it, they were supposed to be fall pictures. <laughs> now they're winter. And now they're complete winter, but that's okay. You got to weather the storm. I still think we'll get some really nice pictures. Um and I'm still excited, but it is a slight crappy because it's well, going to be much colder and whiter than i had planned everyone does like those fall pictures with the leaves and the cool autumn backgrounds you got you got something different now right baby. now it's kind of cool because the, the snow is heavy and wet so it sticks out of sticks to the trees all pretty that, that's actually exactly what i s- said to jenna i was like although it is snowing it is still kind of cool because like there are still some like red trees and like red leaves and all and all those things like still fall-esque colors but then mm-hmm. there's just some snow on them exactly so i think it, I, was, I think it could still be really cool just driving down 12th today and i saw orange yellow some green and all well, that's and a snow stop up in there. that's the oh stop you're supposed my to, bad you're supposed to <laughs> wow you're actually right that's my bad <laughs> dude you saw a snowy stoplight too today <laughs> he's just flying through what these leaves are changing colors quickly. They're going from green to red. Baco only drinks on the job every once in a while. And today was one of those days. He Why was just me- he was mesmerized. He didn't even realize there was also like 12 accidents on his way home, too. He just, <laughs> yeah. he just kept driving. It was weird. I got to one of these big trees, and it was all red. And I just kept driving. <laughs> I saw some blue and red flashing lights, too. Yeah. And it's so beautiful. <laughs> And I kept driving. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. <laughs> oh my god. That's too good. 
Oh. Well, <clears throat> that's well, uh, that's my happies and crappies, I guess. I, I want to thank the listeners for <laughs> listening to the world's longest happies and crappies this week. We <laughs> took you on a journey. Hey, I think I think we just gotta be okay with that being at least twenty five to thirty minutes of our episode because oh, yeah. we go off in tangents and the tangents end up being pretty good when you listen back on them. Oh yeah, it's it's bantering. The booze hasn't even well. The booze is always flowing on this podcast. Let's be honest, unless it's sober October wiener. Dude, but, I uh, might have a real addiction. I might have to do a, another like month of no bubbly because I cannot stop drinking this wait. stuff. You're addicted <laughs> to non-alcoholic stuff now. I am dickling, addicted to sparkling water right now. I dude, love you're, this. You need to you're, get back on the. Did you say you're dickling? I'm a dickling, dude. I'm a dickling to sparkling water. I think it's just maybe like carbonation. Maybe, I love like, it, yeah. Why don't you just, do you drink just regular waters? Yeah, it works, but when I come home, instead of like, cra- and like instead of cracking the beer, I'll crack one of these things for this month, and it's like yeah. the same kind of like carbonation to your tongue, so I really like that. Yeah. Like, I can't stop drinking these things. I actually yeah. don't really like carbonated waters at all. Like, I don't like, I don't really like bubblies. I don't like, uh, I hate club soda. Not a fan. I, I agree what? 100% with you. I don't like it never been a fan like i don't mind like vodka like i'll do like a vodka club soda with like a lime a the lime has to be there b i only do it because it's like the vodka actually makes club soda better in my opinion <laughs> b the vodka has to be there so <laughs> it I does really i'm not gonna like... i'm not gonna order a plain club soda fuck that even even though they're really apparently great for you when you're hungover i hate them when i oh. uh... I went over to uh, Mr. Bill Gleason's house one time. That's a father of William Gleason. And he's got (laughs) on tap club soda in his house, in his keezer. And I knew that that man was my idol at that point in time. So that is my stance on bubbly water. For a second, I actually thought maybe his real name was Bill, but everyone called him Will right away. But then no, you, no, no, no. Yeah, ahead. so it's actually, I think both of their names are William, but one is called Bill and one is called Will. And the third yeah. one's called that, Chill. That makes sense because um, we had, when I worked at uh, the Lumberyard, we had a, his name's Bill Fane, but I one time I saw this invoice that said William Fane, and I was like, oh, his actual name is William, but everyone calls him Bill. Then we also have like a a weird, tall, scrawny, literally Scrooge-looking guy. Like if you guys could see a picture of this guy, you would laugh your ass off because he looks exactly like Ebenezer Scrooge. But anyway, his name is uh, we call him Chuck, but his name is Charles. And I didn't, I actually did not know that Chuck was like another name for Charles. But you did? I did not know that. No, I did not know that. Just like I didn't know that Dick was short for Richard. See, I don't what get the- that one though. That one sucks. What like, Dick or Chuck? Dick and Richard. I don't. I don't get the whole Dick and Richard thing. I get the Chuck and Charles thing, um, because Charlie Brown, uh, they call them Chuck. Like that's how I understood that one. But Dick and Richard well, is it? Come is on. it all tr- like Charlie and Charles, or is, I thought it was just Charles. Like if it's just Charles, you can do Chuck, or is it? Well, I'm guessing Charlie Brown was also Charles Brown, who was also called Chuck. Well, it's, it's it's literally just a nickname. I don't know why you're so confused. Well, what's confusing about well, well, it that is it's who like do a... I dick from Richard. Well, and also, well, 
although Chuck is derived from Charles and Charlie, it's not that it's like a, a I mean, yeah, it's technically a nickname, I guess, but it's like a genuinely known it's nickname. A universal accepted them. one, yeah. Yeah, like why? Why? You know, why? And just same with Richard and Dick. I don't get the only thing that's similar in there is the I. Well, let's, you know, I know, I know this guy that knows a lot of things. His name is Google. <laughs> yes, the University of Google. And while you're Googling that, unless it doesn't take you any time, I have a question about the sport I love called disc golf. And I, I would like for you guys to just, as regular sports fans, kind of tell me your opinion on this. Okay, after you ask this question, you have to remind me that I had something I wanted to say after this. Okay. Go ahead. So the biggest payout in disc golf history happened this week, and it was only $20,000. So do you think that the payouts and like the lack of sponsorships are holding disc golf back? Or do you guys believe it's like the Frisbee culture that is like still ingrained within disc golf from like the 80s and 90s? Like what, what's holding the sport back? Because it's like going to be on ESPN. It was on CBS Sports. It's got its own fucking channel on Roku. Like where? why is there no money? Like where, where mean, is it going? Personally, I think it's got to be the lack of money regardless, whatever sport it would be. Um, In this case, it is disc golf. But like I've seen people like, play Fortnite at 16 years old and win three million dollars you're not going to see that out of disc golf unfortunately but if the pay goes up more people are going to start playing more and committing their lives to it so i think there'll be more coverage there'll be more of a culture i think i honestly think it'd be it's both i think the answer is a little bit of both okay Um, like it is when when did it when did disc golf like originate what it was like, like as an official sport. Officially, like in the seventies. Okay. When did like I guess think of like how much older other sports are too? Yeah, Multiple. golf is like three hundred years older. Yeah, so like that's another thing. It's still really just a, like really starting. I think it'll be more popular in the future. It it's gotten a lot more popular in the last like three years, even you know. That's true. Oh. Last five years has been a big uptick. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I think, you know, and I don't think anyone's going to be like upset about another sport arising, you know, because there's it's it's completely different than pretty much any other sport other than maybe ultimate Frisbee. But that's still very different in that aspect. Well, it's very similar to golf, you know, what do you mean? Well, it's it's similar to golf as in you. But then the exact same rules. Yeah, but it's completely. But with frisbee aesthetics, <laughs> it has the exact same rules as golf. I, I think that's no, the... but see, but golf. If you want to narrow it down, golf is like you want to like swing these clubs to get this ball in a hole in as little as possible. And it's frisbee. like in basketball and in soccer, you want to get your object into this certain point in as as fast and as efficiently as possible. So that's like every sport. If you want to, I mean, like yeah, it's disc golf instead of just golf but they're like entirely different because one is they're both technical but they're the motions are so so different it's like field hockey and soccer and regular hockey those three are all so similar but they all have their own and football and rugby like those two are almost identical but those little quirks that are different and they're just as popular so here here's my take on it now that i kind of heard you guys' opinion I think disc golf for the top elite is too easy. 
I don't think that this early in our sport we should have had somebody shoot negative 18 perfect yes twice I yes. also don't think we should have like birdie or die courses where like negative 16 is completely okay. Like I think the general public looks at this and sees a negative 16 and they're like, I could probably, too easy. yeah, I think it's too easy. I think golf is so much harder. So I think it's a course design problem. I agree. Also, there's still such a lack of knowledge out there uh, with the general public around disc golf in general. Where they either don't know what it is, or if they were told about it, they're like, oh, easy, I could do that. And they'll never go out there and try it, so they'll just put it down. What I think you gotta like, do. So everyone can do it, which is nice. To teach it in schools, to get the, let's get the word out there. Build it up through the youth. And I have seen courses set up around Fargo and my area uh, throughout the spring and summer. Where they actually do set up little courses for the kids to go out there during gym class or whatever to do this, which is actually nice to see. We didn't have that growing up at all, so that's a positive. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just a random conversation that I don't think we have a lot um, that we all have played or do play disc golf. Um, and it's like one of those sports. It's so fringe, but it, it's so close. So close to not being fringe. Like, even skateboarding within the last, like, 15 years, now they have, like, big payouts. And Nigel Houston is, like, one of the biggest paid athletes in the world. Like, we're, pretty we're much just think Tony Hawk close. that. Yeah, I mean, it's like I wear, I wear a Discraft hat probably every other day. And I swear I get every other week a question from my boss. The same boss. What does Discraft stand for? What is that? <laughs> I'm like, like Alzheimer's, dude. I'm like, dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> I explained I, this to you, you dementia-ridden <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I actually do think uh, I do agree with course design. I I never like I think of that, but I didn't. It, it didn't like kind of come to me until after you said it because I'm not. I'm an avid disc golfer. Not that much. I'm pretty much say in the summer I disc golf once every week and a half. I would say. Mm-hmm. week to week and a half which is like a decent amount a lot more than the average joe for sure but like i think for how much i've disc golfed i think that i shouldn't be as good and i'm not good but i just think like i've actually golfed so much more and i'm pretty much already score wise i guess better at disc golfing well for sure i am because i'll par and sometimes birdie them and I like enjoy. I like love getting a par or a birdie in in actual golf. But in disc golf, if I get a birdie or a par, it's kind of I don't know. It's not it's not near as exhilarating because it's just easier. And I think they do need to make the courses either a longer or just much more like out of bounds, more difficult or something like that. You know, yeah, because... the courses that they have figured out, they really have figured out. And those are the courses that people love. Um, there's courses that are really easy that everyone goes to play. And they're like, yeah, this, this is fun. And this is easy. I mean, it, I guess that falls in line with you and Nick. It's just, I guess it's course layout, but I mean, it's just the same with golf courses, except golf courses are a little bit more, um, 
I don't know. I don't know what the word I'm looking for. I don't know what the point I'm going for. Unforgiving, really? Spin well, those wheels, baby. I think the no thing about me. the difference between golf and disc golf, and I'm going to use the word golf a lot, is you have to play golf when you play golf. Like, like you, you cannot reach the pin almost every time. With disc golf, if it's within 450 feet for like most players like you can gun for the pin um but in golf if it's with your net most of the time unless you're playing a little dinky par three course which not many people do like you have to have a placement shot then you have to have a good up shot and then sometimes even chip onto the green and then still make the putt where in golf you're expecting to get there in two that's the difference. You have to play golf. And I think with disc golf, you kind of just have to like throw a shot. Like you, you have to be more of like a, a, a thrower, you know what I mean? Rather yeah, than as, a, as, as long a as you get good distance on like your first throw, you should be okay. But it's like, you can get really good distance in actual golf and be fucked mm-hmm. because you didn't place it well. Yeah. Like you could be, and like, that's the difference is like, unless you're really in, some shitty trees in disc golf. Like if you're, if you're in the trees in actual golf, it's much harder to get out because you like, you only have like pretty much a linear motion to your golf ball, but in disc golf, you can lean one way and your arm can make it much more of like a three dimensional shot instead of just like, cause you have to have a backswing and a fourth swing of one kind of, pendulum motion essentially yeah you get some slices and draws by angling it slightly but you don't have that motion of you can go anywhere from your right arm all the way around your left arm around things which makes it a lot easier as well which is why i think they need they should be designed a lot harder again yeah i agree it's a it's not it's not the most invigorating topic for our listeners, I'm sure. Ah, most of them play disc golf, probably. But yeah, um, yeah it, it just, I, I want to know what's holding this part back. And so, if anybody, if anybody has an idea, tweet at Brandon Larson11 on Twitter and tell us. I will make a Twitter back. before our next episode. <laughs> I will get a Twitter up and going. So, if you have any questions, any complaints, <laughs> which I'm sure y'all have, or compliments or whatever. Um, we will have a Twitter up before our next episode. So uh, that's so, the Bakacha uh, bar guarantee. That's the so box, baby. In every uh in most of the descriptions I tell the people to tweet at you. Nobody's done it yet, so that's kinda <laughs> a little disappointing. <laughs> I don't have but more I, than banter in my bio. Maybe I should put it in there. I have the obvious in there, so I need to put you guys in my bio and I will Make a Twitter for us, and I'll give you shout-outs on the obvious and tweet on the obvious page to follow us. Fuck yes. Okay, what I wanted to say. Remember how I said you guys got to remind me? Oh, you uh, had something to say. Thank you. So <laughs> <clears throat> I went to – Jenna and I went to Target and amongst other places to search for clothes because we're taking pictures tomorrow. And I got randomly approached by some some guy. And he just mentioned how he liked my shoes. They're those Janoskis, Nick, that you mention all the time. Um, he just said, like, oh, just literally threw it out there. Just, like, where'd you get those shoes? I like those shoes, yada, yada. And I was like, dude, I got them, like, four fucking years ago for Christmas. Like, I, I wear them still almost, like, every day, but I've had them forever. 
or Janoski's or Nike's. You can probably get them online, yada, yada. Starts just having casual conversation, and he literally asked me for, like, my phone number and stuff and said he'd like to, like, link up again, and he Pyramid asked me scheme. if I disc golf. Pyramid scheme. No, pyramid, no, not scheme. A pyramid scheme at all. He just asked if I disc golf and said, "If like, do you disc golf?" And I was like, pyramid "Honestly, scheme. I actually, I actually do disc golf like a good amount. I've never been asked just like a first time meet and greet if I like Before, to disc golf on my off time." Pyramid so scheme, like, dog. It's a pyramid scheme. A hundred percent. a guy basically the same thing happened to me. Baka almost got sucked into a pyramid scheme. If but I am his bag, baby. <laughs> I got. I was. I can't. I got off work at Skyza one day, and it was like middle of winter. But I'm wearing shorts because I'm because I got off work. I'm, you wear he's, shorts. Because he's a man, yeah. Yeah. So it's. I'm at and I'm at the grocery store getting food, and the guy comes up to me and starts brings up a random conversation about why I'm wearing shorts. And the next thing I know, he's trying to get my number, my name, my email address, saying how we're gonna. He's gonna working for this marketing company. Hundred percent pyramid scheme. Hundred percent. Watch your fucking back. They're he all didn't over mention, He didn't mention work or marketing or email. That's how they get you. That's the good one, baby. Not until what, it's okay. Working. What's the guy's name? What's the guy's name? The guy that I met. Yeah. yeah. What's his name? It is Jaden. Yep. yep that's him. Such a liar. Baka first has firsthand experience. He went and got coffee with this motherfucker. Well, we got. Hey, look, I got his yeah. name. I can't, I can't find his name. He's gonna be asking, "Yo, dude, like, what's your favorite pin number?" Like, I always, uh, I just use the same pin, don't you? <laughs> Watch out. Oh, anyways. Oh, what, see, it was Jeremy. I was wrong. Jeremy. Yep, Jeremy. What color? Jeremy, like brown hair, brownish hair, medium height. He was wearing a hat, man. I don't know. Wearing a hat? Yes, that's him. That's Jeremy. I know him. Yes, he was medium height. Dude, watch your back. That's fucking him, dude. No, that's not him. Oh, that's the only disco for Jeremy I know. This is fake. It's, it's, a, it's an absolute pyramid scheme now. If Nick doesn't know a disc golfer named Jeremy, oh, I guess, I guess looking now, he did put his name in my phone as Jeremy Pyramid Schaefer. Pyramid. <laughs> That's right. That's right. He's always probably he's always like, "Yo, dude, my favorite. I love three three sided objects." He's probably bringing shit up yeah. like that, like sneakily, like yeah. He's probably like throwing up like, a triangle with his hands, like, "Oh, dude, let's." Trapezoids are made out of yeah. three. Pyramids, <laughs> like they're so dope, bro. Right? He's gonna be trying to make him handshakes with you, doing like fucking pyramid schemes and hey, shit. Um, no matter what, you've been playing disc golf for a couple years now, and somebody asked you if you're a disc golfer, whether it's a pyramid scheme or not. It's pretty cool. Hey, that's pretty sweet. That's a step in the right direction, is what <laughs> I was getting is. at. But I got just attacked and bombarded by pyramid next, schemes. <laughs> I mean, what, the next time you go to Woodlawn, this Jeremy guy's going to be standing next to hole one, talking to every single person that comes up, eh, dude, I like your shoes. You want to <laughs> join a no, company? Not, not hole one. It's going to be a, a hole four or five, less conspicuous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Standing at standing in a, a flame triangle. Yeah, it's going to be fucking hitting his fucking, his uh, vape. Just... Yeah, man, I like your shoes. <sighs> So did you know that I do marketing for companies like Microsoft, Apple, yeah. 
um, Nike, Lululemon, Nike, and even Adidas. Nike and Adidas, they don't even compete in my marketing company. They love it, dude. We'll get free shoes, man, all the time. All the time. Don't you like shoes? You told me you like shoes, man. I bought like like eight pairs of Janoski's, man. <laughs> we can see you know, he, he opens up his trunk. There's like a bunch of Janoskis in there. He's got fucking bootleg like, Nikes. If you sign with me for just $500, I'll give you all of these Janoskis. <laughs> Dude, don't tell anyone, though. Don't tell anyone. It's a secret. Just me and you, okay? Don't tell any of your friends. Baga, um, we, we do have a pretty good pyramid scheme story. Do you want to... Do you want to take it over? Because I was just furious. I was just furious. Uh, yeah, we could throw it in there. Um, so this is at a time when Nick and I and Cole were working at Sky Zone. Um, I was on the courts, and Nick was MOD that night. And I was getting talked to by this uh, elderly woman, probably about, not maybe not elderly, like 50 years old, maybe. Was she a hot fifty? She came up. She, yeah, <laughs> she was smoking fifty. Right? She was looking, except Ooh. her, except her bloodshot eyes. Um, <laughs> other than she stays that, up, she, what I mean. she basically she came to me like I was a normal human being. I was like talking about my job and what I like about it, whatever. And she offered me like opportunity, like, "Hey, we're hiring." What da 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 da. We ended up getting Nick into the conversation, and we met at a Starbucks for a business meeting. And they gave us a book to read. They gave us like homework. Why are you like, playing this? You're making this sound way too normal, man. No, no. We went to Starbucks. I'm like, I'm like, Nick, you want to come with me? I'm not going by myself. He's like, Yeah, I'll come with you. So we get there. Nick does all the talking because I don't fucking talk to people. <laughs> so Nick's talking to them, and they give us like a book to read. Like they're like, "Hey, read like the first four chapters," just so it is automatic homework. I'm like, "Okay, this is kind of sus." The first four chapters. Yeah, dude, it's like the bio. Yeah, and, and the book was Rich Dad Poor Dad, the biggest pyramid <laughs> scheme book of all time. And uh, <laughs> Nick, Nick, in the first meeting at that Starbucks, he he stood up after like 20 minutes of them talking. He was like, "Okay, is this a pyramid scheme?" <laughs> oh no 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 see you don't you don't get it you don't get it you... they brought in a younger lady and her husband probably oh my god when i talk about bloodshot eyes on this 26 27 year old <laughs> wife eyes. she was she was happy but her eyes said no i'm not happy i'm miserable her eyes were screaming don't do it I just screaming, help me, please sign up. <laughs> I've lost all my money. I used to have a stable job until these jerks started talking to me. I've never in my life have been sitting. Well, that's not true, but hmm, for dramatic sakes, I've never in my life been sitting in a meeting and completely just shut down and was like, fuck everybody here. <laughs> like, <laughs> But luckily we went to Gordman's after. And we bought we bought clothing for our disc golf tournament, and we looked fly at yes, that disc golf tournament. We, we're like, <laughs> yeah, we we we're good. We're gonna we're gonna leave here. Think about it. Went to Gordman's, picked up our disc golf outfit. They hit us up about a couple of days afterwards. We're like, yeah, you can come pick up your books <laughs> from <laughs> Sky Zone. Back at Sky Zone. <laughs> come pick up your fucking books. We're done with this shit. I actually, uh, I used to, I, you guys heard I used to work at a lumberyard. One of the guys there. 
Where was that? They were at a bar one time, and they literally had to get a, p- a pen and paper because this woman was in a pyramid scheme trying to get them to start working as well in this pyramid scheme. And he was like, this is a pyramid scheme. She's like, no, it's not. Like, she didn't know she's in a pyramid scheme. And she, they had to get a piece of paper and a pen and literally start drawing a pyramid to show her how this was a pyramid scheme. And she literally was like, holy shit, I'm working in a pyramid scheme. And she had no fucking idea until these guys wrote it down and told her this Pyramid schemes are the worst. There's so many people locked into that shit. And, like, I might have been one of those people if Nick wasn't there in that meeting with me because I'm a fucking, like, yeah, I'm a yes man. Like, yeah, I'll do your work. Yeah, I'm super (laughs) for it. Oh, I love like Nick straight up like, is this fucking Amway? Is this a fucking pyramid scheme? And I looked at him, I'm like, what? Shit, guess what it was. It was Amway. So you call Jeremy up right now. You say, yo, Jeremy, you work for this cool company called Amway? And he'd be like, hell yeah, I do. No, 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 no. This is what you do. You call Jeremy up and you pitch him a pyramid scheme. (laughs) See what he does. (laughs) I have this really good face care product that I've been using. (laughs) It's it's backed by Beyonce. It's backed by Mm Jay-Z. We've even seen people like Blake Lively use it. Sign up for Three month, three month trial period, money not guaranteed back, <laughs> and we got your back. Okay, you're one of us. The worst thing that happens is that you don't market yourself well enough, and you don't sell enough. But all you gotta do is get your friends underneath you to sign up. Do, do you <laughs> make less and than a hundred k a year? Okay, then what are you doing wrong with your life? Because we can bring you there. Oh I'm. God. Oh my God! Pyramid schemes are Who's, the worst. I'm wait, 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 wait. Who's that there. dude? To bring another thousand people on. Who's that guy? That was on your Instagram, Baka. That was trying to ever trying to get everybody to buy Bitcoin. And I had invest- a guy on my Instagram trying to buy Bitcoin. I think he was trying to like invest in shit. Must have been from your hometown or some shit like that. I don't recall this. Is this Derek? It might have been a Derek thing. Jake Yes. Moore. Yes. <laughs> oh, wait. I got. Oh, I did have a person trying to get. No, it, it was. Yeah, they're they're all in like this. Uh, um, money trading, so stock markets and stuff. Uh, and people are trying this... to get me in on the stock market and whatnot. But yeah, that's an obvious pyramid scheme. That Does one. this person listen to this podcast? No. I say let's not use his name. I hope they do. But if you listen to this podcast fuck you like this is bullshit that you i hope you're listening and i hope you get out and if you don't go fuck yourself all right God, i also one one last tip on this like i have a mutual friend that has been trying to sell me life insurance for the past year <laughs> and literally i got out of it i got out of it earlier this year after a fucking two-week conversation i'm like you know what hit me up at the end of the summer and like right now i'm not interested and they hit me up and i ignore them three times i kept getting calls and everything all right and then dude, I- i'm not gonna lie I have life insurance for him. <laughs> it wasn't even Bruce. <laughs> no, it was it was so it was one of my NDSU friends' roommates that went into it. And he's been trying to sell me life insurance for so long. And then I'm like, hit me up at the end of the summer, we'll talk about it. End of the summer comes, 
sure enough, right on the Just day I said, no, right on the day I said, hey, I'm not wasting any of my time or any of your time. I'm not interested in this shit. <laughs> like, just, just stop it with me. Did you, he so said, you had right. to, like, push that off to the end of the end of the summer so you could write down what you were going to say, and that's what you said? <laughs> no, yeah. like, I pushed it off thinking he's not going to hit me back, and they fucking hit me back, and they're like, <laughs> I, as I said, okay, I'm not interested. He goes, okay, can you give me your future wife's number so I can try to get her? <laughs> <laughs> I said, dude. That's you, that's you network guy. Right she there. tells you not to worry about this guy. He's is a all great in. salesman, bro. He's fucking on every fucking avenue. <laughs> Everything. If oh. your future wife dies, do you want this three hundred thousand dollars or not? Yeah. Something's gonna Get like here. seriously happen to you or her. He's gonna be like, told you, dude. Dude, I'm gonna get a text one day. Um, t- I told you, bro. I would have had you covered. Yeah, I would have had you covered. Now you got bills on bills. <laughs> Dude, seriously though, shout out to Bruce, best best insurance agent I've ever had in my life. Ah, shut the fuck up. Dude, I'm serious. He comes <laughs> at me and I and I just tell him straight up. I'm like, hey, I don't have time to talk. He's like, all right, sounds good. I'll call you in a few months. Okay, literally haven't heard from him. It's the best insurance agent ever. <laughs> Direct deposit. If I die, I know we get money. Um, and yeah, so I actually had a meeting with uh, with an Affleck guy the other week about life insurance and some short term disability and stuff like that. But didn't didn't go for it. Didn't go for it. I'm still still on mother's uh, insurance except for short term disability because doesn't have that. But I'm riding that until I'm 26. That's for sure. Fair enough. <laughs> um, you guys, I, I don't have a good segue. I'm try. I was trying to think of a segue. I don't have a segue. Uh, I love beer, so let's get to our beer review. Uh, uh if if you don't add the C uh at the end of Bruce, it's brew, and uh, here we go. Yeah, oh, there it is. See you oh. into the next segment. There we go. There we go. Whoa! What's up, guys? Welcome to the preview of episode 31, Booze and Banter. So from Stone Brewing Company, we got the Fear Movie Lions, uh, FML, double IPA. Then we got from Indeed Brewing Company, the Yamma Jamma. It's a harvest ale. And then finally, from Firestone Brewing Company, we got the Peebo Pilsner. Uh, That's out of California. Kind of cool. Um, and then Fields is sober October, so we're just gonna, I don't know, we're gonna let him tell us what to try later. Who wants it's bubbly, to dude. It's bubbly. Try bubbly. That shit's good. <laughs> I am not ready to try this 8.5% double unfiltered IPA yet. Alright. Double unfiltered. Well, I got this. Um, so, from Firestone Brewing, again, I got the Pivo Pilsner. Um, a Pilsner is a very light beer uh, that actually will generally be slightly more hoppy than like your lager, um, things like that. Um, this Pilsner specifically is a little bit more grain heavy, so you can kind of taste the malts um, through them, and you can also uh, taste the the hops slightly the the hops are more of like a bittering hop so it's kind of like one of those hops that are like 
in in the back of your tongue, you know, it, there's like no real flavor to it. It's just kind of like the pucker factor, the the bittering factor, um, which actually is kind of a nice little change up for this beer um, because, you know, you drink IPAs and you get it like full on front of your tongue. You taste it. This one, like you swallow it and then it's a little bit bitter um, for a lager drinker or a cream ale drinker, somebody that doesn't really like beer that are too hoppy, like move into the Pilsner's. Uh, because they are still light, they're still really refreshing, um, but then you'll have a little bit of hops, and then build your way up to the IPA, if you would like. If you don't, shit, I've said this a lot, go fuck yourself. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, this is this is a good beer. I would recommend it. Um, Pilsners are probably slowly becoming one of my favorite styles, because you can drink them all year round. Uh-oh. Fair enough, I respect that, and I appreciate that review. Um, I know I said that I was trying to drift away from the IPAs, but I found myself once again in the middle of a liquor store. Drift away. But I went back to the IPA. I don't know what it is about me. When I'm looking at beers in the store, IPAs grab my attention more than anything else. So I went back to an IPA. I went with a double IPA unfiltered. I'm not sure the whole effects of that. If Nick could fill me in on the unfiltered. Uh, an unfiltered IPA is just going to have more yeast, sediment in it. Um, it is, that's it. It is not filtered. <laughs> yeah, it's not filtered. That's it. Fair enough. <laughs> it's exactly. Fair enough. <laughs> but this, this beer is actually pretty damn tasty i thought it was gonna hit me right in the cooter but it did not um it's got a very sweet taste um tropical fruit citrus um spice and pine is what it's saying and i do get the spice not so much of the pine but i do get the hoppy flavor uh what i'm reading right now is the sweet maltiness is certainly more detectable throughout the sip than the nose which I would agree with. And it's sweet and fruity up front, dries in the finish with the bitterness that grows and lingers, which I also agree with. This is actually one of the IPAs that I thought I was going to dislike a lot, but I'm a big fan of it. Uh, I'll give you another big rip here, you know, box bar special. What a rip. The big jug. There we go. And it's really good. I mean, all the flavors in this. I don't know what they brewed it with. I didn't do too much research, but it's uh, Stone FML, Fuck My Life, Fair, Fear Movie Lines, Double IPA. And it is actually delicious. This is probably one of my uh, more favorite IPAs I've picked up in this podcast recently. And I will try to save one for either you or uh, Mr. Lawrence to try because this thing is... This will definitely be going back into my mini fridge because this is this is unexpected. I thought I was gonna hate it. I thought it was gonna be too strong, but it's actually kind of a perfect balance of what I'm looking for in this IPA. So this will be in my mini fridge again. At eight point four too. That's that's good yeah. stuff. Dangerous every one. IPA, I think every IPA you drink that has mosaic hops in it, you like. I might be a mosaic guy. You might be a mosaic guy because that one beer from Junkyard that you said is like one of your favorites of all time. 
has mosaic hops in it. Oh, yeah. This one? <laughs> the wolf? Doesn't that have mosaic hops in it? I think I'm a mosaic and a citra. Can, but I think it did. But yeah, I think I might be a mosaic hop guy. And I, I, I honestly, I really enjoy this one I picked up today. So I will save one or two for you boys to try. If, Nick, if you get it, I, I call you. have to split it with me. Deal. Okay. Um. I guess we'll go to mine. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have uh, Indeed Brewing Company Harvest Ale Yamma Jamma. We got ourselves a, uh, is that a beaver? I think it's a beaver on there um, from what it looks like. it's it's It looks like fall. It's exactly, it, it's it's a fall beer for sure. That's the only reason it's out there is because it's, it's so fall-esque. It's orange. With different colored leaves and brown colored, and it just just reminds you of fall. Um, it is a ale brewed with sweet potatoes, spices, and other natural flavors. Um, it's got five uh, percent alcohol, ten IBU, so very light on the hops. Oh boy, Cody Bellinger just hit a dinger off of Glasgow. Scores two zero right now. Bottom of fourth. <laughs> And back to the review. (laughs) Back to the review. Uh, Ale brew with sweet potatoes, spices, other natural flavors, 5% alcohol, 10 IBU. Uh, And then it has the the three main ingredients, which is spuds, spices, and vanilla. Um, And, I mean, if you go off of spuds, spices, and vanilla, that is 100% what it is. I mean, that's all you taste is sweet potato, spice, and vanilla and the more i'm having these uh i mean like hefeweizens that are very spice oriented or these these beers that have a lot of spice in them the more i'm realizing that i don't like beers with very potent spices because i mean if you if you would could imagine the uh palette i guess of spud spice and vanilla all in one in a drink this is exactly what it is. So, I mean, they nailed what they were going for because that's exactly what it tastes like is sweet potatoes, spices, and vanilla. So, on that, I give them kudos because it's right on the noggin. Like, it's perfect. But it's really, I like, I enjoy sweet potatoes, but I don't really want them in a drink. Um, I enjoy vanilla. I love vanilla in drinks. Um, and then there's the spices, and I don't really like spices in drink. Like I don't really like spiced drinks very much, unless it's like a Bloody Mary or something. But that's because it's. What's strictly... your opinion on a uh, eggnog? You like eggnog? I don't. My brother loves eggnog. I don't really like eggnog. I think eggnog might be the, one of the most underrated beverages of all time. I can drink my, eggnog in June, dude. Eggnog my is... my buddy Riley, his sister makes homemade eggnog, and that stuff's pretty good. Yeah, but you put some rum in there. <sighs> yeah. Have you ever? I got. I actually got my brother for Christmas either last year or two years ago. There's a hard eggnog out there. It's really I've, fuck. It's actually pretty good. I've never seen that. I've just always just did it myself. I literally I have never tried eggnog in my life, dude. You you're gotta missing be okay. out. It's like it's thick. It's nice and thick. Be Dude, aware. I love thick things in my mouth. <laughs> okay, pause and, <laughs> and resume. So, oh. so it won't be going in my mini fridge, but it's 
I mean, God, it's exactly how it's described. So I appreciate them describing it like 100% correct. So good on you, mate, for that. But uh, it's just, I'm, not, I'm not a fan. The sweet potatoes is so potent. Uh, it's not for me. I like the vanilla because it does kind of counteract it a little bit. And then the spices. So like it's really, it really hits your palate in different ways. But it's just not, not for me. And the more I'm not having them, the more I'm slowly realizing I think my all-time favorite drinks are very fruit-forward IPAs. Is is really just the way to go. I if think it doesn't first, have that little first, umbrella in the drink. Cole doesn't want it. That's not true. But <laughs> <laughs> but I do beer-wise. I love high fruit content IPAs with about a solid. 55 IBU to 70, depending on how much fruit they throw in there. Boom. Yeah, uh, won't be going in my mini fridge. I'm I'm always impressed though when breweries are able to mash in um, things like sweet potatoes and actually turn it into a drinkable beer. Um, that's there's there's no books for for people like when you're when you're making beer when you add adjuncts like that like you just do it by feel. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that's really. I clearly missed that. This thing's made out of fucking sweet potatoes. I, uh, <laughs> I said it. I said it multiple times. Yeah, it's got. <laughs> I'm I'm distracted right now. Sweet potatoes, spices, and other natural flavors, and then on the side it says spuds, spices, vanilla, and it's like, it, it's so potent. The spud, the sweet potato, vanilla, and spices so potent. Like they did it perfectly, but it's just not. It's not for me. That's all, it. Definitely could be for other people, but for me, it's it's not me. When you All think the... of sweet potato, what 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 what's the flavor you think of? Disgusting. Sweet potato. No, I, I like sweet potatoes, man. I I always think of them like sweet potatoes. To me, are like actually pretty damn sweet. Like they're very sweet. Sweet potatoes, what? to me, I won't eat them unless you're heavily salted and dipped in ranch. What? Ranch? Why would you do that? To and I to have been eating brown sugar on them this past week. You know out. what? I was gonna bring that up. So, again, I spent a lot of time with Baca's girlfriend today. <laughs> and, Is she calling uh, him out? Insider info? She, no, she told me that Baca's eating healthier right now. I want to... It's not going in your mini fridge. Breweries, you guys... Let me wrap this up. Breweries, <laughs> you guys that fucking, um, like, actually add adjuncts to your batch. Good on you, because that's badass as all fucking hell that you guys are willing to do that. And that wraps up the brew review of episode 31. Again, we reviewed the Firestone Pivo Pilsner. I never said if it was going to my mini fridge, but it is because the Pilsner is becoming one of my favorite beer styles of all time. And then we reviewed the FML, the Fear Movie Lions. I literally think they just put three fucking words together. They really so, did it. Wow. Dude, fuck, like, fuck that, but I kind of like it. Uh, Fear Movie Lions, double IPA from Stone Brewing. Um, is it go- It's going to your mini fridge, right? I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, this shit's shit good. And then finally, we also reviewed, not the we, but collectively, uh, the Yamma Jamma Harvest Ale from Indeed Brewing Company. It's got fucking yams in it. It's got fucking vanilla in it and spices, and it's not going in the mini fridge because it's too spiced up and it's not a fruity IPA. And now let's segue into Bakaj Bar eating healthy. I have been, uh, you know, my decision to eat healthy wasn't because I wanted to. First of all, you got diabetes. 
I don't have diabetes. I was, I was gaining a little bit of uh, comfort weight, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not ready for the comfort weight. I'm not. I'm not ready to work out. So let's cut out some cows. <laughs> let's cut out some cows some other way. I'm eating healthier. I've been doing spinach wraps. I've been doing salads. I've been. I've been doing everything that Baka Jabbar never has done in his life this week. And it's actually not too bad so far. Um, and I'm a fan of it. Eating healthy is you kind of feel better. So, dude, drink a lot of water. I couldn't cut out beer either, so I had to I had to cut some carbs other ways. That's under, that's understandable, but I'm telling you, drink a shit ton of water. Like I try and drink uh, my weight in ounces a day, and I, I don't get there every day, obviously. But I I say I probably drink. Your weight? How much do you weigh, Cole? How much do you weigh? Let me see this. He weighs 142 pounds. No, I don't. I weigh more than that. <laughs> <laughs> this man weighs 142 pounds? What the I'm hell? Say, I'm going to say one, 179. Is that it? Anybody else got I'm any I'm going to say... Oh, how tall are you? Six, one? Six, six foot. I'm going to say one... I got no idea. 82. I'm going to say 180. Three. Nope, nope, nope. I'm gonna say 175. I don't fucking know. No idea. Wait. So we got a 182, a 179, and a 175. Nope, nope. I'm going higher. I'm going 183. I'm fucking. I'm being that wow. guy. <laughs> you fucked Give me up. Give one dollar, Bob. You fucked Give me up $1. because I'm one. I'm 170 on the nuts. Damn it. Damn it. Yep. And let me tell you, man. My legs aren't helping me. I got some scrawny legs. That's my legs. I, it's sad because I can actually like squat pretty much as much as I can bench press, which is actually really sad because my legs are so weak. But uh, yeah, no, no, one, one, 170. And the thing is, for about four years, I was like 155, literally from like really? freshman year of college what? to like senior year of college. I was 155. Really? Yeah, within the last like year or two years, year and a half, I'd say like junior year of college, and then like senior year of college hit, and I actually like, I don't know, honestly, I just living with Jenna because I eat a lot more healthy, so I like retain more of my like proteins and things like that, so I gained I've like been, fifteen pounds. I've been one seventy five since freshman year, and then I went up two pounds this year, and then that's when I started to panic. It's probably, dude. It's probably from all the IPAs, man. You get those Two pounds. Some changed. The IPAs. You're not drinking light beer anymore. Dude, I, I always know. You know, the golden lights have my heart. <clears throat> I was always weird, actually, about being like underweight. Like, I don't. I thought like 155 for being 21 at the time. I was like, God, that's really tiny. So I actually didn't like being 155. I'm actually glad, even though 170 is still fairly light. Like that's pretty light for 23. I still, I'm, I'm at least glad I fucking got the got 170. Jesus, you know. So do you, do you want to know a really fun drinking game? I do. We do this with my uh, high school buddies every once in a while. You, well, first off, you start the night by drinking. Okay, best part of the game. You drink, you get, you get drunk. Okay, and then around oh, wow. like when people are start dying off. You, you play the game, get people amped up again. Everyone goes around in a circle. Everyone says what they think everyone weighs. And then, like, everyone, like, so we kind of find, like, a, a, a medium or average what someone thinks someone weighs. And then you guess higher or lower, okay? And then they step on the scale, and 
I'm not gonna lie, it is one, probably one of the funnest games I've ever played in my whole life. <laughs> so, do you ever play this with women at all? Uh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, for some reason, that doesn't sound quite as fun. I actually, um, me and my buddy Trevor and oh, she, oh, and Derek and my friend Derek, not the Derek you guys know. We uh, we made a three-person drinking game with uh. Uh, you need like a either like a beer pong table or whatever, but I'll I can't explain it now. I'll have to explain it later because it'll take some time and we're and we're running a bit long right now. But I will explain it next time because it is the Ooh. the fastest way to get drunk for three. If you're looking to like just have a good time with two other fucking pretty dudes, you can do it with with a girl with the girls there as well. But it's That'd a be beer nice. pong game and but it is the fastest way to get drunk and play like a, like a beer pong type drinking game ever. So I'll, I'll bring it up the next time, but this one I can explain really quickly. I also saw a video of a one of one V one tippy cup. You have just like some forks and knives as like little separators. And you just like, you do a tippy cup and each time you successfully tip the cup, you move the shot glass over one, one fork and knife. And then you keep going, and it's whoever, and and then like if they flip it successfully, they move it back to your over your fork, and you keep like going until you officially get it all the way to your side, and then whoever loses takes a shot. It seems fun. That Would you rather? <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck was that? That was actually a good way to simmer it off. I like it. Well, if Earth. Was going to be invaded or overrun, what would you rather it be overrun by? Aliens, zombies, mutant bats, killer birds, or fish people from Atlantis? Oh, you're you're gonna you know you're gonna have to can the, to replay those. Yep, yep. I'll, I'll do I'll do I'll do my Actually, one. Just wait, just wait, just wait. We all have notebooks. Grab them. Fuck that. No way. Okay. This ain't going to my notebook. Go First ahead. One more time. If Earth was going to be invaded or overrun, what would you rather be overrun or invaded by? Okay. One, aliens. Two, zombies. Three, mutant bats. Four, killer birds. Or five, fish people from Atlantis. So okay. there's so many questions I have. So many yeah, questions. Yeah, dude, totally. So if you get bitten, do you become one? Uh, uh, I would say yes for a zombie. Yeah. So that... Oh, dude, I wanted to become a fish person. You got me. Yeah, I got you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> you got my ass. Can the fish people breathe air? Or do they need to breathe like a fish in the water? Um, no, no, no. They, they definitely have a breathing apparatus. I'm just going to answer this. Okay. They have that, yeah. They Are have that the killer breath. birds, like every bird right, that exists right now becomes killer? Or are they different, like a new type of bird that comes around and starts killing people? It, 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 I would assume it'd be one type of bird, one one alpha bird that comes over and kills people. How oh. how big are these birds and these bats? Dude, like, do the bats, do the bats and the birds just grow immensely in size, or are they no, the we'll, same we'll size? keep the bats the same bat size. So, like, you're just oh, getting a lot of bats at you. Uh, birds will go maximum size eagle. 
Okay. Okay. Are the zombies like Walking Dead zombies or World War Z zombies? We'll go Walking Dead zombies. Oh, are the aliens God. automatically hostile? Or are they automatically up- hostile? <laughs> Do the aliens probe you? Uh, they could, but they're taking over the planet, so I don't know how much use they would have with your asshole. It's a it's a risk you're willing to take. Okay. Yep. Okay. You literally actually answered questions this week. Yeah, you, you fired them off. I appreciate that. Yeah, of course. Okay. Um, so... I'm going to go ahead and throw mine out there, and I'm going to say bats, because A, I don't know what in the flying fuck aliens are capable of. Um, B, um, zombies. I've seen a lot of movies of zombies taking over, and you know, you know, typically humanity survives. C, these bats aren't growing in size, so they're fairly small. So, like, as long as you got like a bat, you can fucking hack. That's how they get. Them. That's how they get inside. They're small. Yeah, they are small, but it's like as long as you have a pretty secure house. I mean, bats well, aren't going to fuck your house. Um, the you. I'm not messing with those birds because uh, eagles are scary and birds are fast as hell. Like when they fully dive down, oh my god, they'll mess you up. And then, uh, what was the fifth one? That was all uh, of them, right? It was fish people. Oh, the fish people. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not even dealing with that because we only know like one or two percent of the ocean entirely. So I don't even know what the hell the fish people all includes. You know kills. one. Okay, sorry. This is your time to shine. <laughs> yes. I'll get, not I'll not get... me. The whole world only knows like I think it's four percent of the ocean. I understand. And and the species in the ocean. So I'm let's sorry. say fish people. We don't even know what they're capable of either. They're essentially fucking aliens because we know about this much as much of space as we do about the fucking ocean, which is terrible. So you're taking. So bats. I'm going with bats because they're right. small, and I don't really bats can just swat away. Check bats your text message. Tell me if you'd still take bats. I promise you, whatever this is, I'll still take a bat. That That's is a big problem. bat. I w- bats and birds are basically the same thing, except for bats have sonar. Not they a problem. Right? And they carry diseases such as the coronavirus. Well, isn't the whole point? Well, we've been dealing with that for seven months. Yeah, exactly. do you want do you want the rest of your life? We will be. <laughs> Fine with me. I, that's much smaller than an eagle. That's a, that's the thing. I want. I'm going with birds. Okay, I want a big thing, a big predator. Okay, so if they're both trying to attack me, I'd much rather have a bigger target than a small target. Okay, and. Mm. What the bigger the thing is, the harder it is to get into your like your house. Like you can you can go into your car, not even be worried about these eagles flying around. You know you're just gonna be smacking them off your windshield, no big deal. You carry around a shotgun with you. What's the big deal? Okay, you just bam bam, good to go. Walk it up, walk it off. These bats, these bats are gonna be everywhere. They don't need eyes. They're gonna be throwing up. They're clicking out. They're like. You just fucking, they know exactly where you are, man. They fucking, every fucking time. They're I had to turn around. around. I thought there was a bat in my room, but it was just you clicking. Exactly. You never know where they're at. you always be paranoid. It'd be pitch black, and they know exactly where you are, but you don't know where that is. Fuck. <laughs> Next thing you know, you gotta have candles in every room, making sure it's lit up enough. If... That's too much. That's too much for me. Okay, so you want birds, you want bats, but I got the real answer. We only know 4% of down below in the ocean waves. Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue, but he only sailed upon the top. He didn't sail on the bottom. 
Mm. And I started this episode talking about my love for networking. So when these little alien ocean creatures come on up from the deep blue sea, I'm going to network my way into the top. And I'm going to learn all about the ocean's deep, dark secrets. Okay. And I, you know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to find Steve Irwin down there, alive. That stingray never killed Steve Irwin and took him away. That stingray kept Steve Irwin. And they harbored him. And they brought him to the ocean people. And I and the ocean people will rule the world together. You're fucking, uh, you're, you're being like Eugene over there. You're flipping sides. You're flipping sides on humanity. I you're quickly the- did. Dude, the way this election's going, I have no problem going with the ocean people. I'm sure they have a better democratic everything. Me, the ocean people, together Fair enough. I am, <clears throat> I also with, I am with, Nick and Fish People from Atlantis. We don't know what they bring. They don't know what we bring. I think it's a fair shot. Solo home run. Scores two to one. Bottom of the fifth. <laughs> the fifth All part. right, guys. That was Booze and Banter. Kevin Kiermaier. Episode 31. Again, we reviewed the Fear Movie Lions FML from Stone Brewing Company. That was a double IPA. Then Yama Jama Brewing from in Whoa. Yama Jama from Indeed Brewing Company. Uh, that was a yam beer that they just put yams in. And then again, we reviewed from Firestone Brewing Company, the Pivo. Sweet Pilsner potatoes. Beer, before glory, it says Sweet. on there. Can. What do we got to remember, guys? Let's hear it. Fuck Sam Adams. <clears throat> the MMA is quite different than the NBA. And we're waiting for some wise words from Baca. Words of wisdom. Uh, okay. Many of life's problems come from two things. We act without thinking or we keep thinking without acting. Fucking confusion. Let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there that you was go. Beautiful. And again, that was episode 31 of Booze and Banter. May you all go in peace. May God be with you. Oh. And also.